0: Dan Bongino. All the Sanders supporters love throwing bombs at me, and I throw them right back. I'm not here to pull any punches, right? The Dan Bongino Show. This is the great irony of conservatism. Even liberals win under conservatism. Get ready to hear the truth about America. Are you suggesting you're that stupid that other people can run your lives better than you can, even though the cost and quality of what they buy, quote, for you doesn't even matter to them? On a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right. Welcome to the Renegade Republican with Dan Bongino. Producer Joe, how are you today? I'm doing well, Dan. Good to be with you this week. Yeah, it's good to be back. Thank you for all your concern. Thank you for the Facebook messages, for those watching on Facebook Live, the Twitter message, the emails Mm -hmm. uh we're down here in florida as you can see behind me there is uh some sunlight coming in well maybe you can't have to zoom out the camera a bit (laughs) but uh for those of you watching yeah this uh the sun came out thank god i mean literally thank god it feels good to see the sun down here in florida it wasn't too bad on my side my friends on the west coast got beat up pretty good yeah Uh, to those in sanibel and marco island and in the west coast naples cape uh cape coral uh, Benita, that area where I ran for Congress, you know, God bless you, you're going to need some strength. They got hit pretty hard over there. And in Miami, they got hit pretty hard as well. So uh, a lot lot to talk about, a lot going on. Also, uh, September 11th today, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that um, mm-hmm. later. But I just wanted to get to some stories because I want to get right back into the show. Um, Here we go. Folks, you know, the left, even in times of horrible tragedy, they just can't, Joe. They just... They just can't stop themselves. Yeah. And again, for those of you who listen to the show and wonder what fuels my 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 seemingly endless anger at liberals, this is it. So this is unquestionably a a national, This is a national tragedy, folks. What happened with Harvey and Irma? I mean, this thing hit the whole state. Yeah. Now, my area. I'll post some pictures on Instagram. My street was flooded, knocked down a few trees, a little bit of damage, but nothing nothing that bad. But the entire state of Florida took some kind of a hit somewhere from wind or rain or flooding or whatever it is. This is going to be a multi-billion dollar disaster. Some people on the West Coast are going to be wiped out. Some people in the Keys were wiped out. You have people in Houston still not even close to recovered. Not even close. Some of them probably still have water in their homes in Houston Mm -hmm. and a lot of it. And what's the left doing? Again, with the climate change narrative, it's sickening. It is absolutely, it makes me want to retch. It's so disgusting what they're doing. So what's the genesis of this? Because we talked about it. Why am I bringing this up again? Well, some guy I've never heard of at all, um, but he's got a lot of followers on Twitter. Some guy, Michael Ian Black. You ever heard of this guy, Joe? No, never heard of him. I haven't either. He's got 2 million followers on Twitter. He's a liberal, which, you know, means he's a kook and you know, most of the time. And unfortunately, he proved this right. So he sent out a tweet over the weekend. I went after him, as most people did, because it was just so outrageous. And the gist of the tweet was that, you know, in light of what's going on with all of these hurricanes right now, it's, uh, it's refreshing to know or something that one party does not believe in science, of course, talking about Republicans. Here we go again, folks. Here we go again. They really? cannot control themselves. Joe, they can't control yeah. themselves. The left is absolutely convinced. That they are so sick in the head that they think as people. I mean, it would listen. I had a bad, the problem with yesterday's storm with us over here on the east coast wasn't that it was particularly acute, is that it was chronic. You know, we we only had gusts over here like 60, 70 mile an hour gusts, but it mm-hmm. went on for like twenty hours. So I lost a few trees, no big deal. The power, thankfully, is still up, so I can get the show on the air for you all. But you know, this is a. This is not a good thing, okay? There's a tons of lost productivity. People can't go to their jobs. And you got this imbecile on the left putting out a tweet saying that the Republican Party doesn't believe in science. It doesn't stop there. You may say, oh, who's this guy? He's a dope. No one knew who he was. Why do you even care? Well, he got humiliated on social media badly, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it, the, the onslaught has just been overwhelming because people are so disgusted by this creep. Uh, but Politico put out a piece. Now, they don't call Politico... Um, bull, echo. you can you can figure out the they don't call it that for nothing. Yes. Politico put out a piece as well. Harvey is what climate change looks like. OK, uh, so now the narrative here. Remember, people are still getting the water out of their houses in Houston and still undergoing. They're still in the midst of this in Florida. The left doesn't give you a second. Uh-huh. A second to recover. They're already over that. How do we make this work for us politically? Let's blame it on climate change. So you have Politico. You have this Michael Ian Black guy who I I think on this show, he's gotten more PR than he's gotten in years because I've never heard of the guy. Then you have this one, Joe. This is a doozy. Brad Johnson, who is the executive director of the Climate Hawks Vote, who believes now that we should start jailing public officials. Jailing who, quote, reject science okay. after this. Yeah. Right in jail, Ooh. Joe. Right in jail. Throw them, ra- throw them right in the slammer. Right in the clink. Throw away the key. All right. So, uh, you know, that I have to waste your time, again, debunking the stupid liberal myths is, is an insult to everyone around. But unfortunately, we have to do it because the left just never. They're sick, sick, deranged people. So here we go. Daily Signal has a piece out today. I'll put in the show notes. Always available at. Bongino.com if you want to go there show notes are there I will also email them to you if you uh, subscribe to my email list which has a big tab on my website it says join email list so I will send these articles right to you it's <laughs> a really good one the Daily Signal article today climate scientist Roger Pilkey tweeted a graph from his paper showing Joe no trends in global in global tropical cyclone landfalls over the past 46 years. No trends. So, again, the leftist premise that Harvey and Irma, now there's been a tragedy. We need to leverage this into a political. Instead of helping people, don't man. help, folks. Just let's worry about my narrative. My narrative, man. It's all about the narrative. Okay? that This is all due to climate change. Again, this guy Pilkey tweeted a graph showing... No trends in global tropical cyclone landfalls over the past 46 years. In other words, no trend. Cl- climate change has nothing to do with it. You're just making it up. Yeah. Okay. You say, oh, well, that's not enough. So what? There's no trends. Maybe there's a micro trend. Somebody missed. Okay. So from the Daily Signal piece, statistic- a statistician and Danish author Bjorn Lomberg also tweeted a graph showing major hurricanes making landfall in the U.S., trending downward for well over a century. <laughs> but my narrative, my narrative, man, I need the narrative. I got to get the narrative. How do we win an election? Hey, uh, dude, there's, there's people floating in their house still. Ooh, ooh, we don't care about We need the narrative. We got to go win elections. You sick? Mm. I'm going to leave that there. You deranged lunatics. Can you shut your soup cooler for five minutes? While we recover from this storm, before you start lying again to the American people, you are disgraceful, disgusting slobs. You are lying pigs, every one of you. And you know, now that I've been through now hurricane number two down here, I'm getting more and more disgusted by the fact that instead of trying to solve the problem, looking at ways to build resilient structures, mm-hmm. looking at right, Joe, what's yeah. actually happening in a hurricane. Look yep. at what you know, more, you know, better, uh, better prognostication for weather events. Instead of looking at actual ways to help people, you suck. And what are you doing? You're sitting here lying to people because you want to win elections. You pigs. And you know what? I'm sorry if you're offended by that. I know my wife's not going to like this show, but these people make me sick. It's, uh, now, again, let's go back to beyond Lomberg here. Lomberg. Uh, hurricanes making landfall in the U.S. are actually trending downward. Again, mm-hmm. it's not just that you're lying to people, you slobs. It's that you're lying to people and making them believe that the opposite of what's happening is actually happening. The opposite, you slobs. You disgusting, lying pigs. Can you tell the truth for five minutes about anything? Maybe if you spent as much time, again, focusing on building, building, I'm not a huge fan of building codes, Mm -hmm. but maybe if that's your thing, again, better climate sensors, maybe better ways to predict and evacuate people and get them out in an emergency. Maybe you'd save a life instead of trying to intentionally harm people by manipulating them and lying to them. You animals. Here's another one, because you may say to yourself, if you're a liberal and unlike you, we believe in the truth because we're not pigs like you guys. So what we do over here is we actually tell the truth. Hmm. So you may say to yourself, well, you had this lumber guy and this pilky guy. I don't trust them. Maybe they have conservative leaning. So, of course, if you're a conservative, you have to be lying. But if you're a liberal and you lie, it's automatically the truth, Joe. Right. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're smarter than we are. Yeah. Yes. Of course, they're smarter than we are. We're all stupid. So. Let's go to the, this is from the Daily Signal piece again. Let's go to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. And good, and for the people online, they make you sick too good, Jim. You're with me here. Hi, Jim. (laughs) You make me sick. Yeah, Jim's on Facebook Live. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. No bastion of right-wing values, folks. Reported in its most recent scientific assessment that no robust trends in annual numbers of tropical storms, Hurricanes and major hurricanes have been identified over the past 100 years in the North Atlantic Basin, and there are no significant observed trends in global cyclone frequency. Oh, my gosh. I mean, do you, uh, folks, do you understand that literally nothing they're telling you is true? These, this is what infuriates me about the left. If you're on the right and you say... You say that, hey, the Reagan tech this happened to me during my last political campaign. You say the Reagan tax cuts led to the a, a near doubling of tax revenue to the United States government, which it did, five hundred billion right. to nine hundred billion. Mm-hmm. There will be some hack clown reporter like that Naples Daily News goof I had to work with who will say, No, no, it didn't double. It only went up by about 0.4762, whatever, and they'll be like, he was clearly wrong. And you're like, okay, listen, maybe I was off by a sliver here. Maybe it didn't go up by 100%. It went up by 95%, whatever it was. But the premise of what I said is absolutely true. And, they, Joe, they'll never stop writing about it. Right. Even though the absolute premise of what you said, that tax revenue went up and substantially is factually correct, right? Mm-hmm. But when the left says something that's not only factually not true, but the opposite is the case. Climate change led to, led to uh, Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma. Climate change did it. And the evidence says the exact opposite, that neither intensity or frequency of storms has gone up at all. Matter of fact, it's gone down mm-hmm. since, the, since the emission of CO2 into the atmosphere at levels the left wants to correlate with climate, uh, global climate activity. The premise, they're not only lying, they're telling you the opposite story. No one in the media will bother with it at all. Matter of fact, even when you call them out, the media will call you a climate denier and write pieces like they have in this hack site Politico that Harvey is what climate change looks like. Even though Harvey, here's what the title should read. Harvey is absolutely not what climate change looks like. (laughs) They're just making this up. Mm -hmm. I mean... If you're a liberal, does it ever bother you that you never have a fact to stand on? Is is there ever a time where you stand back and you look your kids in the eye and you tell them how much of a liar you are? Yeah, I know that sucks. I know that really sucks to hear. But do you ever look your kids in the face in disgust and say, gosh, I've lied to you? If you're a college professor lecturing kids and propagandizing them, does it ever bother you that you're a total, complete liar? That you're a hack? That nothing you say is true? You know, if we can't agree on an objective set of facts, I just gave you data from a the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. A left-leaning outlet, if anything. Two climate scientists, data that's not controversial at all. That completely refutes the left's premise that climate change led to these two hurricanes. And you will continue to open your yap and say things that are not true. Does it ever bother you that nothing you say is true when you're a total hack? (sighs) I didn't want to spend a lot of time on this story. I know I say that a lot with stories, but I really, I have six or seven other doozies I want to get to, but this just, I can't take it, man. I cannot take it. I know I, I love my wife to death. She's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But she really doesn't like it when I bash these people. But I'm sorry. There's nothing else to say to disgusting people like this Michael Ian hack. <laughs> Michael Ian Black. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing. I mean, what else do you say? They're just liars. He, he In the middle of a hurricane that I'm actually living through, by the way, he tweets out that I don't believe in science. But when you give him the science, he do you understand? Like, he's yeah. the guy who doesn't believe in it? Yeah. Like, no, uh, Michael, here's the actual science, okay? Here's the actual side. No, no, no. You guys don't believe in science. You're like, is this a Beavis and Butthead episode? I'm serious. Like, remember Mr. Anderson would come out and, and Beavis and Butthead would have messed with his trailer, his RV, and they just walked out. And like, there's all this damage inside. Were you guys in my RV messing around? Uh, no, those were other kids. That's the left. Those were other kids. Like, yeah, man, remember that? The left? I just saw you guys do it. And this is the left. Like, you guys don't believe in science. Conservatives. Okay, Michael, here's the science. The science says the opposite of what you're saying. That was like other kids. Uh, I mean, (laughs) what do you say to that? That was like other kids? It's to a the left is an extended Beavis and Butthead episode. The the stupid is so strong, you don't even know what to say. Like, no, no, here's the science. Michael, this is actual science. Like, do you under, do you understand? Like, I don't think, what was it? The pr- princess Pride? I don't think that means what you think it means. I don't think science means what you think it means. Michael. Ah, oh, man. Listen, I, 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 this is, um, a disturbing story too. It's kind of moving on a bit, but the, the, what's happening in the Caribbean right now is really disturbing. Have you seen these stories show that people mm. are walking around in St. Martin, uh, areas that were slammed by Irma with category five wins, mm-hmm. um, And it's one of the quotes is people are walking around like zombies are scavenging for food. Apparently there's some looting. going. Yeah, it's a real human catastrophe over there. I know the the French and their portion, the UK and the United States are doing their best to get people out. But there were people uh, honeymooning over there um, who are in a lot of trouble, folks. This is a really horrible story. Now, uh, I, I have said to you repeatedly, please go out and pick up a supply of emergency food. I read this story this morning and I thought, you know. Thank God for a company. Is one of our sponsors, like My Patriot Supply. These guys have been unbelievable. Like I said, they've been emailing me and DMing me and trying to get uh, you know some uh, some emergency supplies that they can donate. Please go pick up your supply of emergency food. I mean, I, I reading these stories today as a, as a listener. I get it. They pay for the show. I totally understand the sponsor. I know people hate commercials. I, I, listen, what, whatever you do is up to you. I'm just telling you as a friend and as someone who actually practices what he preaches. After what's happened over the past few weeks, not having a supply of emergency food is crazy. Please go to preparewithdan.com. You get a lot of emails about the website. Preparewithdan.com. Pick up your one-month supply of emergency food today. It's available for just 99 bucks. All you need is water. Keep water and food on hand. What's the worst that can happen, folks? That stuff lasts for 25 years. You never use it. You throw it out in 25 years. We can all agree that it would be the best day of your life. Go pick it up today. Preparewithdan.com. I appreciate you all, by the way, supporting the sponsors. It means a lot. All right. So uh, I wasn't going to mention this clown uh, again. This is Sorry. This is kind of a little... uh <laughs> A little fired up today after a weekend of busting my butt closing shutters and I should maybe take the camera outside and show you what the front of my house looks like. You guys, huh. you'll see why I'm a little fiery today. But I got to another uh, argument this weekend on Twitter with another uh, liberal clown. So there's a lady I think she writes for Media Matters. I've never heard of her. I Frankly, I don't think anyone else has either. And I'm always hesitant to bring up people like that because I think they get, uh, you know, they 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 get more publicity from my show. And I don't say that out of any sense of arrogance or any kind of a humble brag, but I mean it. We get, you know, tens of thousands of listeners per show, and ho- literally hundreds of thousands, closing in on on a million yeah. soon per month. I mean, Joe knows that he sees the data like I do. So mentioning her name, she gets more publicity than just leaving it alone. But her her she's so disgusting, and her premise is so disgusting that I I really have to address it. So her name is Lisa Hymas H Y M A S, and she writes, I think, for Media Matters or something. I don't even know. But I did an appearance on Tucker Carlson uh, not too long ago about the looting in Hurricane Harvey, which no one questions happened. Mm-hmm. And by the way, never made the case that it happened on a mass scale. Me, that is. I, as a matter of fact, Tucker didn't either. And I made the case, though, Joe, and uh, what I what I brought up on the show is you have to be a and I'll use the exact term, a certifiable savage man beast to loot from people in the event of a of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there anything controversial about that at all? No. Uh, you may not like the term "certifiable savage man beast." Um, how do I well, say this? Hey, what has is, two? Yeah, looting is wrong. Looting, we get it, but yeah, you're right. But Joe, you know what has two thumbs uh, is pointing at himself right now and doesn't give a rat's ass what you think about the language he uses to describe savage man beast looters. This guy don't care one. I mean literally don't care one bit matter of fact next time I'm going to double down and find even more explosive adjectives because I hate looters that much okay I can't stand the savages of society the leeches the animals that feed off everyone else then I went on Tucker and made that known now of course what is Lisa Hymas hack writer at whatever media matters which is a clown site Mm -hmm. what does she write she she insinuates in her piece that this was racist, right? Mm. Uh, th- here we go. Here, keep in mind, there was no mention of race in any way, shape, or form yeah. in the show. But again, this is the left's tactic. These are lying animals. She is the certifiable savage man beast. Because you know what she is? Mm. She's the racist. Now, let me give you an example in case you say, oh, you're just trying to do a kind of Counterpo- no, no, I mean it. She's legitimately a racist. And I, I, I'm going to tag her name in this so that any employer she gets understands she's a racist in the future. She is a racist. It's not that I'm trying to flip the card. She is an actual racist. I'll prove it to you, Joe. Okay. You go to a, say you go to like a cocktail party, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's a month or so after this. And some guy says, in a, you know, in polite company, he goes, man, you guys remember that hurricane a month ago? You believe mm. that looting? And everybody's like, yeah, man, that was horrible. These people work for a living. And I'm bringing this up today, by the way, because it happened again in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are, by the way, not just one or two cases. There's 30 plus arrests for looting in Fort Lauderdale, which never happens according to the left. So now they're arresting people for fake looting, according to this idiot, Hymus. Okay. There's also cases happening up in Orlando. Widespread? No. Absolutely not. Right. Limited? No. Absolutely not. Significant enough to report on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're in this little circle. A guy goes, hey, you remember that looting? Oh, that was terrible. And some guy comes into the conversation and goes, yeah, those black people should stop that. Mm-hmm. Mm, All right. uh, what? Come again? Now, tell me, Joe, you wouldn't be like, uh, dude. Say what? Know, say what? Yeah. Uh, you might want to wrap that up. Yeah. Nobody's talking about black people. We're talking about looters. If they're black, Hispanic, green, or blue is irrelevant to the conversation. The conversation about looting. Right. We're not making it about black people. But that's what Lisa Hymas is doing. Because she's a racist. Because Lisa Hymas, when you have a conversation about looting, what's the first thing she thinks, Joe? Mm. Black people. <laughs> yeah. No one else thinks that. She—that That is an actual racist. This is a liberal so married to identity politics that when a conservative discusses criminality and crime and actual victims, Joe, mm-hmm. the people who got their store looted, what does she think? Black people. How? Please explain to me how Lisa Hymas is not a racist. I mean, I'm dead serious. If, if you are a liberal, listen, I know because once in a while I get your nasty grams. Daniel is my email. Please email me. Explain to me how that's not racist. When no, nobody mentioned at all, Joe, ever right. on the show for yeah. obvious reasons that the race of the people involved, because it doesn't matter because nobody cares. All we care. Is, I didn't is have the a looting. skin pigment in mind. No, nobody no. did. Even when we started this conversation, right? it's, it's Hymas who brings it up and then uses it to shut down conversation. In other words, you see those guys, Tucker and Dan Bongino, they're racist. They're talking yeah. about looting. It's, she's the one who did it. She's the actual racist. Now, folks, the why matters. I've discussed the why on this show repeatedly. Why does the left do this? The left figured out a long time ago, do this iron triangle they have Mm -hmm. of Hollywood, academia and the media that once uncomfortable conversations start, folks, they were going to lose. So what do you do? Let me give you an example, because I, I use analogies on the show, and I based mm-hmm. on the feedback, I think you all like them. So, Joe, you're, you're, a, you're a kooky liberal, and I'm the conservative. We're yeah. having a conversation other people are listening to. Mm-hmm. Now, during that conversation, the conservative brings up looting and, and, uh, and hurricanes. Mm-hmm. The hurricanes, the leftists, once you start bringing up climate change, you start bringing up the facts, you start saying, well, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change has actually said that the intensity and frequency of hurricanes has gone down, that what you're saying is inaccurate. The left does, you understand the left, the liberal, you, Joe, you have nothing. What yeah. are you going to say? They're lying? It's not, a, it's a, the intergovernmental panel on climate change. This is like a left-leaning group at best, if not far left, has completely refuted your premise. You have nothing else. You have nowhere to go, Joe. So yeah. what do you do? The only thing <laughs> you can do is say, well, you're a climate denier. Yep, 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 yep. Because the say. speech, co- what, and what I mean by the speech code yeah. is, By classifying any speech about climate change outside of the Iron Triangle orthodoxy, the Iron Triangle orthodoxy is we will leverage every weather event to make people believe climate change is real. Anything said outside of that has to be stopped. Even backed up by facts and data. The only way to stop it is to use a pejorative to right. describe the person using the facts and data. And using that negative term, they hope people shun that person. Because, Joe, I mean, who wants to be associated with a climate no, denier, you, right? You are a climate denier. You're, You're a climate you denier. You're, you, they, they want, they, they want, you, you need to be Hester Prynne. They want the scarlet letter right on your forehead. See. And the, the way they do it is they, this is how, they they use speech codes. Any speech outside of the accepted orthodoxy is to be shut down immediately, and they do it with the scarlet letter. On climate, it's an obvious one. You're a climate denier. Mm -hmm. But criminality and focusing on criminality is a conversation, folks, and do do not doubt me to steal Russia's line for a minute, appropriately footnoted, by the way. Don't doubt me on this. The left hates any discussion on criminality because they believe criminality is society's fault. They think if we had better systems of organization, there would be no criminals. They Mm -hmm. see the criminals as the victim, not the victim of the crime. They never, ever want to discuss criminality. And whenever criminality is discussed, the only way to shut the conversation down, because criminality, Joe, Mm -hmm. is largely not obviously not. uh, I'm not talking in uh, exclusives here, but it's it's. Proportion of criminality and the uh, the number yeah. of criminal incidents is larger in cities run uh, run largely by liberals. You know, there's there are a lot of conservative areas, conservative states that have high crime rates, too. But liberal Sorry. cities have crime problems. Yeah, but Baltimore. you're racist. You're. Yes. You are. The only yeah. way to shut See? that down is you're to pointing say it out already. And I'm, I'm going to point it out with some more facts, by the no. way. Yes. Facts. I know that scares people. There's a legal insurrection piece today by a, by a writer who goes by the name of Fuzzy Slippers. Uh, that's pretty funny. But <laughs> I don't know if it's a he or a she, but let's just say it's a he for now. Writes really good stuff. Talking about the crime rate in Baltimore, how the crime rate in Baltimore, despite it only having a population, a fraction of what uh, New York is, the crime rate in Baltimore has gone up dramatically. Yes, it has. I mean, I know, Joe, you live close to Baltimore. And you may Ooh, say, yeah. oh, well, New York's a liberal city, too. But New York had Giuliani and a relatively conservative law enforcement approach that shut a lot of that down. And it was continued uh, by Bloomberg as well, even though he's a far left liberal. They, they, the broken windows policing policy. The left does not want to focus on this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? Anytime you bring it up, like I brought it up on Tucker during the show about looting, they have nothing else. They have to say, oh, this is this is racist, even though they're the racist. How if you're I mean, seriously, if you're one of my listeners and believe me, I know we have a lot of people who are Hispanic, black, Asian. We have a guy in the Philippines who emails me all the time. Mm. We have a guy in Thailand who emails me all the time. Right. Mm. How do you not take offense to that? No, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, I'm, I'm Italian, Irish and German. And my mother said a little bit of English. I, I don't know. But I'm, I know I know we're a lot of Italian, Italian. I know we're a lot of Irish, too. Right? Mm-hmm. If someone were to bring this up, a conversation about looting and then someone, a reporter walked into that circle and said, yeah, man, those Italians, they got to shut that down. <laughs> you know what? I'm not a snowflake and I wouldn't melt down and demand that the person be arrested like mm-hmm. liberals do or beat him up or throw a pie in his face like liberals do. But I tell you, Joe, I'd go home and. I'd probably be a bit offended. And I'd say to my wife, I mean, my wife gets this a lot. My wife's Colombian. Mm-hmm. She could be the first one to tell you if we ever meet up any of the listeners. Uh, you know, it's some, there are people who around her who have actually made jokes about she's Colombian, not from South Carolina, Colombia, the country. And people make jokes about, you know, cocaine and stuff. And my wife's like, like uh, you know, no, inappropriate. Thank you. You know, but she, she doesn't like, dwell on it for a month, but it's inappropriate. How if you're black and listening to my show, are you not offended by Lisa Hymas, the racist? How? How is that? We, you have a conversation about looting, and the first thing she brings up is black people. How, how are you not offended? Folks, I'm not kidding, and I swear, I am not. I ignored this, this hack for a couple days because I, I ignore most people on the left because they have no... This woman probably has zero audience at all. Mm. But I can't ignore it anymore because it's it's. This is what they do all the time. They don't have anything else. They have no real ideas. All right. Speaking of which, the left um, again is doubled down on insanity. Last week we talked about their attacks on. Christianity and Catholicism, Senator Dianne Feinstein, yeah, during a Senate hearing for a judge for the Seventh Circuit Court Mm -hmm. of Appeals, Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein and Dick Durbin doubled down, attacking her religion. This has created quite a controversy. Now, I covered it on last week's show. That's a summation of what happened. And I'll tweet out an article, uh, uh, and I'll put in the show notes today, an article about how this has gotten really ugly. But uh, I just wanted to add to it to show you why uh the far left is lose, is losing and losing badly why the radical far left folks has become a fringe movement here are a couple other just unbelievable doozies from your far left friends so martha plimpton you know who martha plimpton is i know she was in the movie remember goonies yeah you know that um, Cindy Lauper? Yeah, Cindy song? Lauper was in. Yes, yeah, she, she was in that. Uh, she had this the song for the movie. Well, Martha right. Plimpton's like a, a C rate actress. She's like a, a Kathy Griffin or below level. And she went to this uh, this abortion celebration festival. Yeah, yeah, I said that right. Um, in Seattle, and she started talking about her abortion and was like, "I got my first abortion here in Seattle's Planned Parenthood. Yay! What? Come on! No, no, the yay's an actual quote, by the way. It's not me. Like." by being hyperbolic that's an actual quote so she's celebrating now her abortion so that was her abortion and and you know instead of now their old approach safe legal and rare it's now now let's celebrate the death of human life and here's another one uh luis gutierrez who is a, a, a just a disgusting uh filthy human being who is a house of representatives member uh attacked general john kelly uh general john kelly is the chief of staff of the white house right now And this isn't if you haven't heard this story, ladies and gentlemen, again, this guy's a Democrat Gutierrez. Mm. Uh, He's a hack. Uh, He's another just hostile, angry, uh, filthy human being. And he went after General Kelly. And because General Kelly supported the rescinding of the DACA. Obama's DACA amnesty. Yeah. And remember, th- Trump didn't, re- tr- regardless of where you stand, Trump just rescinded the, the unconstitutional executive order and kicked it back to Congress. Mm-hmm. So regardless of where you stand on the issue, saying that he rescinded DACA altogether is kind of disingenuous because it was unconstitutional the way it was done. Gutierrez, who thinks Kelly, John Kelly, was a part of this DACA rescinding, said that he is uh, basically unworthy of the uniform and, uh, and insinuated that he's a white supremacist. Unworthy of the uniform. Joe, do you know this guy's eldest son? One, this guy is a, is, a, is served with distinction in the military, General John Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't get to be a general by being some clown, okay? Um, he lost his oldest son in Afghanistan mm-hmm. in action. You know, Gutierrez, you class three douchebag. Um, maybe you want to rethink that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because you're just an a-hole, and you're not worthy of an ounce more of my oxygen, you piece of steaming garbage. And, and you vote for this guy? Yeah, you know what? I'm dumb. I don't even want am I'm, I'm just pissed off, so forget it. I don't even want to yeah. talk about it anymore. Because you, the guy, really, you're, you're seriously not worth an extra kilo calorie of energy, you piece of crap. All right. Let's move on to some more optimistic stuff. <laughs> There's an interesting piece uh, today by Alan Dershowitz in the Wall Street Journal, which I will, uh, I'll again, put in the show notes today. Oh, look at that. That's crazy. The guy I went to the police academy with is on, uh, it's on TV right now at the 9-11 Memorial. Wow, gosh. Oh, man, I haven't seen him in a long time. Sorry, folks. Didn't mean to get distracted. Um, interesting piece of Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz is a Democrat. He's not a Republican. But he's talking about the dangers proposed by the alt-right, uh, alt-left as a... As, uh, in contrast to what he calls the far right. I don't call it that. He calls him the, I don't, the far right is not the far right, okay? But just using his vocabulary, sadly, for a minute, I, he, he actually makes some interesting points in there. And it's a point I've discussed in the show before, but he, I think he makes it in a much more uh, elegant, uh, he makes a much more elegant point here. He says, Joe, that the, the far left is far more dangerous than what, what he would call the far right. And here's hmm. the reason why. He has two basic takeaways, which are really good. He says, think about this. There are no hard comparable limits on the hard left compared to the hard right. What does he mean by that? Joe, if you're on the quote hard right mm-hmm. and you are, say, we, again, this is a nonsense term, but if I don't use, the, I can't describe his article without using his terminology, even though it's wrong, Sure. but his premise is that if you're on the hard right, nobody invites Nazis and and fascists. To a college campus to speak it doesn't right. happen right. like if it happens in isolated incidents these groups are not only would they be attacked they'd be laughed off a of campus like nobody does that no 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 mainstream conservative group no college republican group would invite a nazi on campus which i think makes my point that these are not the far right these are just fringe elements of society nothing to do with right-leaning politics but right. working with that for a minute so that's a a, a ceiling on, quote, far-right activity, Joe. There are socially acceptable and unacceptable behaviors that the far-right can't do. Mm -hmm. One of them is you can't invite speakers to camp because nobody accepts them. You can't invite them to college campuses. You can't invite them to speak at your Republican club. And and thankfully, and nobody would because they have nothing to do with us, as I've said repeatedly. But he says there's no comparable limit on the far-left. He makes a great point, Joe. Mm -hmm. He goes, think about it. Sure. The far-left, you have college professors You have the Sean Penns of the world and Hollywood people and you have media people, people at CNN and far left outlets that still talk glowingly about communism, Castro, Mm -hmm. uh, Guevara, Che Guevara, Chavez down in Venezuela. Remember the uh, all those Hollywood actors, Oliver Stone went down there praising Chavez. Folks, these are people who have literally killed a combined tens of millions if not hundreds of millions of people throughout human history when you combine Stalin Pol Pot when you combine Mao all of the Castro Guevara all of these far left savages and yet Joe these people are there are still academics and people out there who celebrate these people Mm -hmm. openly yep there's no with with no worries at all no, no anxiety about it. No, they invite speakers to college campuses who talk glowingly about socialism. No problem at all. So Dershowitz's point is a very elegant one. That he says, even though people focus on the right, the far right, the right is, bar- they're buried on what happened in the past, not what happens in the future. So in other words, Joe, if you want to, and again, I think Dershowitz proves my point that these people aren't far right. His point is that identifying Nazis with the right requires you almost exclusively to focus on what happened in the past because there are no Nazis in mainstream conservative politics. No, I mean, none, like zero. Like it's not, it doesn't happen. So you see what I'm saying, Joe? Sure. But focusing on the left and their embracement of extremism and de- and, and killing and destruction and tragedy, the left talks about this like this is a model for the future. <laughs> I, and you see the point? So point number one, there is no limit to what the left can do because the Iron Triangle loves them. Hollywood says death is okay. Uh, Academia says death is okay. And the media, death is okay. By sanctioning communism, you're sanctioning murder. There is no two ways about it. That's if you believe in facts and data. But there's no problem with that because the culture wars, the left is winning. This is all okay. Uh, Point number two, so again, no ceiling on the left, but a ceiling on the quote right. But again, point number two, the takeaway there is a critical one. That the right, in order to associate the right with extreme politics, all you can do is focus on the past because you have no evidence that this is happening now. These are not mainstream conservative or Republican figures. These are fringe elements that claim Republicanism. Republicanism doesn't claim them. Make sense? Yeah, Conservatives don't claim these people. They want nothing to do with Nazis and fascists at all. We have all repeatedly disavowed these people and their nonsense. David Duke, when he endorses you, is a death sentence, Joe. The Ku Klux yeah. Klan savage from Louisiana. This, mm-hmm. they, when David Duke endorses you, it's a death sentence for you. But when Bernie Sanders, a socialist, endorses you, you may win an election. <laughs> Explain to me again how the left isn't more dangerous than the right. The left thinks death and destruction is a model for the future while disingenuously associating the right with death and destruction in the past doesn't even work. We've never claimed these people. It's a really terrific piece. I'll put it in the show notes. I uh, strongly encourage you um, to read it. Um, hey folks, if you signed up for CRTV yet, you know, I saw an article today in Paul Bedard's Washington secrets, a really great uh, newsletter. I can't recommend enough. And he was talking about, which shouldn't surprise you, Joe, at all, that these uh, this younger generation, millennials and the sort, um, they're cutting the cord on cable. They're just not interested. They're like, hey, no dice. Sorry. Do you blame them? I mean, it's like, hey, I got 700 channels. How many do you watch? Uh, (laughs) One. Like, seriously, in my house, I think I watch the Velocity Channel, Fox News, and my wife likes HGTV. Well, I like HGTV a little bit too, but don't tell anyone or totally ruin my image. But that's it. I mean, if you offered me those three channels and said we're getting rid of anything else, I'd be like, okay, it sounds good. And I will say local news did a great job during the hurricane. So big shout out to WPBF, which I watched. You got and Mike Lyons over there, the meteorologist, who I don't think slept for like five days. They did a really great job. So big hat tip there. But point is people are cutting the court. What are they going to? They're going to a la carte TV over the internet. Ah, where that mm. why do you think CRTV exists, folks? If you're looking for the best conservative content out there and you just don't want to pay a $500 a month cable bill, come to us it's available for less than 10 bucks. Less than $10. My show's coming soon, I get some emails with my friend Ricky today about it. Use promo code Bongino, B O N G I N O. Go to crtv.com, promo code Bongino, you get $10, off. Uh, excuse me, you'll be you'll get a promo code, you'll get $10 off. It'll be it works out to be less than $10 a month. Folks, you can watch this stuff all day. It's really good stuff. Go check it out. It's the best conservative content I've got. Mark Levin's show, Stephen Crowder's show, Steve Dace's show, Michelle Malkin's show. Once you start, you're never going to stop. You can watch it on your computer, sling it to your TV, your iPad, your iPhone. Don't waste your time on cable. Go check it out, CRTV.com. All right. All right. I just wanted to give a quick shout out. There's, there's two articles here I'm not going to be able to get to today, but I will get to tomorrow. So don't miss the show. Go subscribe at iTunes. Please subscribe. Some people ask me, does it help to download or subscribe? Folks, it really helps us if you subscribe. It's totally up to you. I don't yeah. like to be pushy. I don't even do good selling my own stuff, which my publisher's going crazy about because my book's coming out and I rarely mention it anymore. But um, if you subscribe, it helps us a lot. You can go to iHeartRadio. You can go to SoundCloud. Or you can go to iTunes if you have an iPhone and just go to the podcast app. It's on your phone and subscribe. It helps us a lot um, with the downloads. Um, but I've got a couple pieces I'm not going to be able to get to. But I just want to kind of close out. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be on tomorrow, and if you don't see, if you're on Facebook Live and you want to listen to tomorrow's show because I don't do the Facebook lives every day, then you can just go to the uh, go to iTunes or SoundCloud and or iHeart. Uh, not just quick on nine eleven. You know, I was uh, in Melville in the Long Island office when it went down, and what happened that day for us was just, um, it was really scary. I mean, it was one of those things where you almost feel like you're living in a a movie, like this can't possibly be real. And I was sitting in the office that morning in the Secret Service office in Melville, and we were getting ready to serve an arrest warrant. Have I ever told you this story, Joe? Hmm. And um, it was on this, guy I can't say his name, obviously, but it was a, a guy who was selling diamonds on eBay and we were going to serve an arrest warrant because he had no diamonds. eBay was new back then and scamming on eBay was pretty popular so they used to come to the secret service and the FBI and we would go and lock him up. So he was in a hotel and we had found out through our homework that the the guy had a hearing problem, a significant hearing problem. So we were in the office that morning. It was early cuz we were going to do an early morning hit and I remember thinking, you know, what do we we have to knock and announce when you're a cop, you have to you can't just kick a door in. You have to knock and announce first. But we, you know, he wasn't going to hear the knock his hearing problem was significant. So it's not, we're, I'm not making a joke out of this either. This right. is what we really were having. There's a legal obligation to knock and announce. So we said, well, what do we do? And some guy said, well, we could slip a note under the door that says, you know, knock, knock. I'm like, dude, you know, like what, what do you, but then I said, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Slip a note under the door. Poli- the police with a search warrant I made mean, it was the best we could do. And all of a sudden a guy came running in and said a bomb just went off in the world trade center. This guy, Tommy, and we were like, what? What do you mean a bomb just went off? And obviously, if they're 1993, having lived in New York through that, the bombing there, we thought this is insane. So we went in and mm-hmm. we put on the news, and nobody could figure out what was wrong. Bottom line is, you know, the rest of the story. We saw the second plane come in later and realized we were under attack. So we all went into the John F. Kennedy Secret Service office in JFK Airport and uh, we watched from right across the water the big smoke pile coming out of Manhattan. And we started calling and calling and calling because we were missing 200 agents because the United Nations General Assembly was happening that day. And all of the Secret Service agents were in town in New York protecting foreign digs. And we didn't have cell phones back then, so we only had pagers. So we'd wait for them to call back. We had a list of 200-plus people. And by midnight that night, we got down to two. There were just two we couldn't find. And one guy was this guy, Kevin, who I'm still friends with. They used to call him the skunk because he had a patch of white hair in the middle of his head. Probably not the best (laughs) nickname, but he didn't seem to care. And I thought he was dead. I mean, he was a good friend of mine. And he was in Nigeria, it turned out, on an investigative assignment. And he called back. And I thought, oh, gosh, thank God he's alive. And then uh, one last guy never called back. And that was Craig Miller, who was a master special officer who was a military, uh, an army uh, medic, uh, paramedic. And it was thought that he was helping people in the plaza. And it's thought that either a person or an object or one of the buildings came down on him. So I just want to leave the show by giving a special shout out to the family of Craig Miller for his heroic sacrifice, his unbelievable patriotism, his service to the country, and uh, just a quick remembrance on uh, on 9-11 for him. So thank you for everything he did. Uh, God bless America and all who defend her. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.